I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, darling, welcome. Get in here. Help yourself to biscuits. <laughs> Lovely to have you. Um, where I mean, this week we're at Jules's, just to set the scene. A little bit of soft lighting in here, actually. A candle on the go, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I meant to save Sarah some Stilton when she got here. I've eaten the whole bloody block. Well, it's fine because I don't touch blue, darling, as you know. Oh, that's oh, worked out and great. And it's just worked out really well because, of course, I did provide my own cheese tonight. <laughs> I arrived with a lovely little creamy garlic roulade and also a manchego. Lovely. And just stood shaving <laughs> pieces off. And what I loved is Jules at one point was like, you're just like me. You'd finish a block. I said... This is going. This won't be here. I'm very I, like if I bring cheese round, I'm going to finish it. I don't, it's very rare for me to cling cheese. Oh, very, very rare. <laughs> it's very rare, especially with a guest. It's rare a... enough on its own. Like when I'm alone. Oh, I think it's appalling. You can't do it with a guest. No, you have to leave it out until you're absolutely sure. When they're gone home, finish it off. Yeah, Perfect. It. You deserve it. Wind down. <laughs> Uh, you just keep shaving it while you're doing the dishes, that's don't you? That's it, isn't it? Oh, that's it. I mean, look, Portslough crew, as always, you're in good company here. <laughs> that Weight Watchers leaflet cast it to one yeah. side for this podcast, my friends. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry at all. You're gorgeous as you are. So coming up on the podcast this time, of course, there will be news from the north. Now, I've gone rogue a little bit with my news from the north this week. Yes, I'm discovering letters, the letters pages. Oh! Yes, which I'm very, very excited well, I've about. Well, I've cheated on the lettering pages yeah. a few times, but now you, you've made the call. Oh, I've stepped in. I've put the stamp on it. I'm coming in. It's very clear who produces this podcast, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> who actually wears the trousers? No one. No one produces this podcast. That's it. I somehow find myself clipping a microphone on going, is it on? That's it. That's the extent of it. Nobody's bloody... It's a rudderless ship. <laughs> God, imagine if we did have a producer. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be having to take mindfulness courses. Absolutely. God, they'd have a drink problem, wouldn't they? They'd be the size of a bus. God, they really would. Any snacks? Any snacks on the... James, producer James, plucked from there. James, any snacks? 
James would be fit though. We'd James, hire him with yeah. my dating ideas in mind. Yes, definitely. We'd both have a little thing for him. Wouldn't James we? would be able to horse ride and would look great in a ruffle shirt. He could turn his hand to anything: cheese making, dog walking. He could do the lot. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, my news from the north this week involves uh, something on the escape. Oh, I think it sounds. It sounds like it's not a tea, porno. It's like your tea time travel program. <laughs> Something I think porno, these... you Hi. think on the yeah. Hi, I'm Jules, and this week on A Little Something to Escape With. <laughs> oh my gosh, look, news from June. What's she been doing? June and Ruby. There's Ruby news this week coming there's, up on the podcast. There's an update on the smutty poems. Oh, great! Sheila is on a mission. It's great. very busy oh, at the moment. Lovely, very lovely. busy. Loads coming off the podcast. But darling, I mean, how the heck are you? I'm so fabulous as ever. <laughs> um, but uh, this week I saw potentially one of the funniest things I've seen in about 48 hours. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what a headline. I thought you were going to say the funniest thing I've seen in my life in the last 10 years this year. No, just within well, a 48 hour period. You know me. Fine. Um, sure. I saw a woman this week watering her whole like pansy flower bed like really she had the hose on you know when it's not on the... a euphemism no not a euphemism um she was she was dampening the pansies yes and <laughs> it was on a shower which could be a thing that your nan says for going for a wee couldn't it and it was a re- it was like a really hot day and she had she just put a towel on her head you know just to protect <laughs> hair i was like i'm enjoying that surely a hat the thing. So, I, so really, that's what I was drawn to looking at her. The fact that she was just watering the pansies with a flower on her head. Anyway. With a, with a towel. Anyway. <laughs> she lost control of the hose. Easily done. <laughs> and it started flinging. <laughs> but as it was flinging, she was trying to catch it desperately. A car had to stop at the traffic lights. Window down. Soaked. No. The drivers soaked. They had to pull in. She was trying to grapple. They had to get out, help her. I... Literally had to lean against a wall this, and laugh. It's like a sitcom. It's like it's a sitcom. It's like a sitcom. She was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry that someone just walked over, turned the tap off. Oh, you would be livid scathing. though, wouldn't you? You're in the car. Do you know what? Now, this is twofold. <laughs> Imagine being sat If you're there. in the car and suddenly you got soaked. Now, if it was a hot day, it might be a welcome relief. <laughs> Who knows? You might go, oh, do you know what? Or if you were in a convertible. But no, yeah. this is a Renault Clio Fine. with windows down. <laughs> I mean, the moral of this story is keep those windows up in inner city always driving. Always invest in air con. Yeah, always. <laughs> it's worth it to not get soaked. It's hilarious lost control it's like a cartoon it, it was it's her. like tom and jerry it was her losing control screaming this hose flying and then this tea towel on her head and she just couldn't get it it makes me she, think she was definitely collecting a pension right sure that's the age yeah oh that's very kind darling <laughs> it makes me think of you know in um I think it's Sleeping Beauty when the mops, or Fantasia when the mops come to life. It's making me think of that, this hose taking on a life of its own, going rogue. (laughs) That is, so this person pulled in, the person who'd been soaked. They pulled in and like got her out to help. I think they were helping her actually. Right. That's something I should have done. Yeah. Instead, I I literally watched the drama unfold. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll just just take a lean here. Were they cross? And no, because she was elderly. Fine. Um, but I think they were shocked. Yeah, well, it would be a shock. They were very you're driving shocked. along, you're just enjoying, I don't know, a little bit of Radio 3, and then suddenly, out of nowhere... Wham, bam, you're soaked. Yeah, you'd think it was Anton Deck, wouldn't you? 
<laughs> you think you'd been pranked? <laughs> you think this is it? The you show think started? it was candid camera? <laughs> no, no, no. Valerie God, could not control that hose. God, that is wonderful. Did a towel fall? Oh, yes, it was oh, gone. Oh, the towel was long gone. Trampled into the pansies, no doubt. A mess. A towel now sadly <laughs> reduced to outdoor work only. <laughs> just, just, my grandma used to have outdoor things. She yeah. has got a whole section of mugs for outdoors. And she got, what, That's, for builders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're for outdoors. Yeah. And these are mugs from the 90s. Yeah. Very colourful when she went through the colourful stage of her interiors. Got it. I'd be very interested in that. That was during the same time that she was a fan of fake fruit. <laughs> colourful mugs and fake fruit. <laughs> Every mum had fake fruit. Definitely had. Do you know what I think June had? Like, you know, at a harvest festival, you get that sort of glossed bread. You know, the, the bread that's been turned into <laughs> so something quite ornate. they French bakeries. Yeah, and then they paint over it and it goes hard. It's disturbing, I, I think. I think June did have plat. that. I think the mice got it in the end. I think she turned it over one day and realised the back was missing. <laughs> well, I like the fact that in interiors mags it would have been like what you need this season yes. is fake fruit. <laughs> the 90s curtain tiebacks, fake fruit and Ruffles. A, yeah. <laughs> and glossed bread. <laughs> <laughs> Weird shit went down in the 90s funny, really. It was a funny time, wasn't it? You know, it was Britpop, it was Tracy Emin, and yet it was fake fruit and gl- in one, glazed bread. In one room in our house, it was all blue and yellow. Oh, I can Sheila believe it. Sheila wouldn't be seen dead in a room that was blue and yellow now. She's just cringes. Blue and yellow. She had baby pink tiles in the kitchen. Very millennial. Oh she was ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember also in the 90s, what was very fashionable was to match your loo roll to your bathroom. <laughs> so peach, melba, a baby pink, even a green, a pistachio green at one point. You would buy the loo roll to match the bathroom. One of the things I hate is those, the loo roll holders that are like a woman's dress. Yes. I'm like, now oh, got one. God. It's... I like them. <laughs> I bet you do. I also do Kitch. not like towels around the bottom of the loo. You know that weird mat thing? What's that all about? What is that about? Uh, that is very odd. And all I can think is the urine that's soaked into it. <laughs> that's all I can think. It must be revolting. Not Horrible. for me. Horrible. No. Not for me. It's a funny set to buy, isn't it? <laughs> Matching, yeah, quite I've fluffy. got a friend who can't buy loo roll in a shop. She has to always order it online. Hilarious. Like, where do you buy? Yeah. Well, do you know what? We were talking about this because we got home and just as the people upstairs were getting in as well, hello, hello, and they had bought one of the big multi-packs, right, which is what I always buy. I never mess about with four rolls. I can't face it. much cheaper it. with a family size. Absolutely. You've been in my bathroom. Yeah. It's stuck tight. <laughs> I have a pyramid. Insulation. Yeah. <laughs> But also I like the handle aspect of it. So you don't put it in a bag, you carry it as it is. It becomes a feature. I know. And she, <laughs> it's an accessory in itself. <laughs> and he was Selena like, will be sending them down the runway <laughs> next. That's a designer, not a person. And I said, oh, you, I said, you got your loo rolls laughing about it. And he said, yeah, because he won't carry them. And <laughs> they'd both been out to the shop. And he said, I wouldn't be seen dead carrying it. I know a lot and of people is, like well, that. Well, yeah, because it is embarrassing wandering around holding the loo roll. Do tweet us if you yes. can or can't carry a loo roll. Absolutely. Do get in touch. We'll give, we'll give the various... We'll, we'll give the various means of getting in touch handles boxes yes, that, that kind of sort thing. of thing all coming up a little bit later on now you know um well i've got a sort of home-based uh, bit of something to talk about 
You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about washing machines on the podcast and you were saying how they lie about how much time they've got left, that sort of thing. We got quite into it, actually. Yeah, yeah, it did. I have had a revelation this week. Now, is your washing machine one of those ones that's also a tumble dryer? It is indeed. Is it? It is. Right, you'll already know the joys of all of this. I don't have a tumble dryer. I just have a washer, right? She's forever hanging washing. It's a nightmare. I washed all the towels the other day. You know, when you come back, I'd been up at June's and I came back and I was like, everything's filthy, everything needs cleaning, everything needs starting again, this drawer needs sorting, everything needs doing. So I washed all the sheets and all the towels. I just thought, I'll never get these dry. I bagged them up. I went round the corner to the laundrette, four pounds, 40 minutes, dry as a bone. It's been a revelation to me. It has changed my life. I can't believe you carried wet towels. I know, I can't believe it. In a bin bag, I couldn't get anything else. It's actually, because I do tanning, I have a lot of towels, so I mm. need a dryer because really it just lengthen out oh, everything. It's days. So now it's, it's on a quota, it's on the list of things that I require in a house. Yeah, good, good. I can understand that. Because a, a, two entrances. Yeah, let's have it. <laughs> Just in case someone, you know, the bailiffs come and I can get out the yeah, other end. That's sure. what I need. And a washer dryer. <laughs> wow, is that it? That's what's required. A period. neutral palette, obviously. A neutral palette. Period features. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's changed. The laundrette. I mean, the laundrette's an experience in its own. The novelty. I always feel like I'm in EastEnders. Truth be told. I always want to do a photo shoot in a laundrette. Yes, it'd be the best one. I think if to I do had a, if I had an album out, I'd have I'd do yeah. a, definitely do a shoot in a laundrette. <laughs> you you playing the piccolo flute on the, perched on top. With June and the fiddle in the background. That's it. And a man with, with the chain. Be like a new age cause album. Yeah. I'd get in the drum though. I'm like, switch it on, give us a spin. Yeah. We need the noise. Ooh, get me go. going. But what I particularly love is how big the dryers are. You could get in them. They're enormous. That's what I mean. Oh, I, d- I worried I'd need two. Could barely fill it. No, barely no, touch no. the sides. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I loved it. My laundrette, my laundrette type days by Sarah Powell. I've been there. <laughs> My life at the laundrette. Yeah. <laughs> a, a weekly column. It's amazing though, because it's always busy. It's always busy, the laundrette. It's a sitcom now, it what would, happens in the laundrette. What goes on in the laundrette? Because we used to have to go at uni. We always had to do all our washing at uni because our house didn't have a washing machine. The lifting out of that thing when you have to dry, you know, the wipe that. You know the thing that we have to lift it out at the uni? Filter. The filter and then oh. wipe that thing. I never do that. No, never. Actually, I never do that. <laughs> yes, you should do that. Do your own, darling. Come on. But we always used to have to use the laundrette at uni. And what they do is if your cycle had finished, because it is busy, if your cycle they just whip it out, finished, don't they? they just put it on the floor. If you weren't there in time, it would go on the floor and it was not good enough. That happened to me a few times. Yeah. I'd leave it in and obviously mine, a lot, well, a lot of mine was dry clean only, hand wash, that kind of, of thing. Course. Fashion student. Yeah. But I'd put it all in and then I'd get distracted, bob down the pub, a couple yep. of snake bites. Ah, oh, I couldn't remember that <laughs> yeah. washing was on and then I'd rob again at 4am and it was just strewn in the corner. Absolutely, I can believe it. With your and I was there till 2am washing those bed sheets yes. shit-faced. <laughs> Somebody had knit, stolen your knickers. Oh, it's bedlam. Bedlam in the laundrette. Gosh. So look, shall we have a bit of correspondence? Let's. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so I uh, have got... I think this is from Germany. Yes, it is. Uh, through process of investigation. It has a stamp on it that uh, has a daffodil. And it oh, says charming. Deutschland. And it says, pop the kettle on, pop the kettle on and open me. Ooh, does that mean we've got a little bit of a novel Ooh, going nice. on? Ooh. I think it's a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what biscuit could you eat now? Jam dodger. Lovely. Yeah. I would go ginger cream. Oh, now. Always. Oh, that's... Yes. What have we got here? Oh, lovely. Two tea bags. Oh, bless her. Oh, these are good ones as well. Pucker. They are. Manuka honey. Oh, look, they're in German. They're in Dutch. Honig. No, that's German doll. Oh, is Where it? Got Dutch from? It's from Germany. We've been through this. Oh, sorry. Yes, Keep sorry, up, girl. Sorry. I, I thought it was the daffodil that f- threw me. <laughs> Okay, let me get into this, the German accent. Dearest Jules and Sarah, as the card suggests, I, wa- I just wanted to thank you for the lovely podcast and the pure joy that you bring into my life every single Aww. week. Keep going, you're awesome. Hope you enjoy the lemon, ginger and manuka honey tea. Chic, isn't it? Oh my God, I love... Ha- Look, ingwa is ginger. Love, Anne. P.S. My best friend and I message each other about the podcast every Friday. Divine. Absolutely gorgeous. And the card is gorgeous. It says so many thanks. And it's just like a very... It's actually quite a fusion between us. Yeah, it is actually. It's chic and garish. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I love that. What did you say it was? Zitron. Zitron, Ingwer and Manuka Honig. Oh my God. That's... that's... German's very satisfying. Isn't it? It is satisfying, actually. Yeah. Right, time for you for a funny story about me going to Germany. So I used to have to go to Germany a lot with work. Yeah. Um, and I'd do press calls in Germany and have to explain what fake tan was. Yes. But obviously I was talking about... Fake and tannin. Fake and tannin. But I was talking about the tanning mitt. Now, mitt, translated into German, means with. So oh. I'd be saying, so you tan with with. <laughs> mit, mit. <laughs> with the mitt. <laughs> they were constantly like... Meet, meet. <laughs> so I had to then translate it in and call it the glove. <laughs> the, there's something very sinister about the glove. So I'd be like, you rub your body with the glove. Yes. And I made a big thing of it, not with the with with. Meet, meet. Meet, meet. Meet, meet. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> a podcast that's taking all kinds of turns. Oh, who knows? This week. Where will it go next? <laughs> so, we've had a little tweet in from Rachel Walsh. Oh, well, hi, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Thursdays with Jules and Sarah. And there's a photo here of a very chilled glass of rose and port salut. Mm. And what I particularly like is that there's nothing to go with the port salut. It's literally just the block with the That's wine. That's all you need. That's it. You gnaw on Don't that, waste Rachel. Space you on enjoy a that. Absolutely. Why put yourself through it? Don't bother. The stomach doesn't just want it. The brain doesn't want it. Just bear back it, Rachel. <laughs> a motto of mine through life. <laughs> 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 I've got a lovely uh, tweet here from Coro Corin. Sorry if I Coro Corin. Coro Corin. Just what happened this Sarah Powell podcast? Recently discovered it, and I'm making my way through the, all the old episodes and crying, laughing along. I love how well she got. She got Welsh. Just <laughs> she wasn't Welsh at the beginning, but she was by the end. <laughs> she started out on Go. the borders and then hopped over, and oh my god, she's Welsh. Now listen, Corin. Welcome, welcome to the Port Salut crew. We're extending an arm to everyone who's joining us for the first time. Hello, welcome, and. Thanks, just thanks for being here and navigating through. And I it. love that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people joining a little bit late to the party. Sure, but the party is never ending. Oh, it's in full flow. <laughs> it's only just getting going. Look, you can get in touch with. They've us. just played ABBA. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you can get in touch with us anytime you like. I am at this Sarah Powell, and I'm at Jules von Hepp. And the address, should you wish to write to us is coming at the end of the podcast. So look, I mean, I've been on the edge of my seat. I've been checking the local press for weeks. What has happened about Racy Ron's poetry? Well, uh, now then, Racy Ron's poetry. If you don't know this story, click back a few episodes where yeah. my uncle Ron has written some very smutty poems. Ken has a book. Something went wrong with the photocopier and they ended up in serious legal contracts yep. that were mailed out. And halfway through the contract are two poems, one about twisting someone's nipples. It's just to die for. Well, that contract was sent to seven people. Yes. Ken has worked out that two of those people that the contracts were sent to have bought the book. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they don't... <laughs> It's been great publicity for Ron! <laughs> There's only, there was only a thousand maids, so Ken is the warehouse and he gets the orders coming through! That, that's one of the most wonderful things I've ever Ken heard. Was like, of all the ways we thought it would go, we never thought we'd see a surge in sales for Ron! Yeah, it's boosted it! That's wonderful, isn't it? And actually, if anyone here would like to buy a book, we, we can arrange that. Absolutely, get in touch if you want a bit of... Or, very discreet, always discreet. Very discreet. If you want a bit of racy Ron in your life, then just get in touch. Actually, What's the book called? I can't remember, but actually, Racy Ron is not very well at the moment. Oh, um, but not, a, not related. <laughs> no, no, not, not related. on the back of the scandal. But he, he isn't very well, and he's in hospital. Oh. And Ken had taken a copy of the book in and left it at the side. Next time he went in, someone was like... Ah, oh, a bit of an author, this one, is he? All the nurses have been reading it. <laughs> <laughs> While poor Ron's under morphine. Oh, they're, Ron. having a good, they're having a good giggle at the twisting Look at him nipples. Though, spreading his joy. Yeah. Well, get well soon, Ron. Sending a lot of love for um, the podcast. But that's just a top line bit of info because Sheila has... Uh, she's on a bit of a mission. Go on. Now, 
Sheila. She, she's been on a mission. <laughs> she's been on a mission since 1986, to be fair. <laughs> um, now, Sheila is a yoga teacher, but you're, she also likes to be taught. Yeah. And well, so we, been, we're, we're all learning all the time. We're laughing, learning, teaching, you know, yeah. giving. Yeah. Um, so Sheila had gone to this last yoga class that, um, for this session before they break for summer. I didn't even realise people break for summer. Yeah, so well. I completely forgot. Well, they can't carry anyway, on week in, week out. It was. They had a lunch for the class and everybody nice. had to bring a dish. Now, Sheila said she was dreading it. She was like, I don't want to go to this thing. I hate it when people bring dishes because people can't cook. No. And Sheila, Sheila is an amazing cook, but yeah. she's very selective. Buy it in. She's very I, selective. I always say I'll bring the olives. I'll bring the starters, the nibbles. Oh, no, no, no. I'd be doing a dish. Of course I'd you do would. A pie. Um, I'd do a raclette. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want me to fire it up, Jean? I would rather say to somebody, I'll give you the money if you put it together. I would rather dr- oh, I'd rather put in okay. I'd rather put in than bring a dish. <laughs> Minimal effort, yeah. maximum output. That's you. I'll do this or the pudding. I'll bring the pudding. Um, or with so, tartar citron. Sheila doesn't know everyone in this group and somebody had made a lovely uh, pastry involving a poppy seed plant. So, and Sheila said, she said she couldn't, she said she ate it and it was a surprise <laughs> to her while she was sat on her yoga mat cross-legged having this picnic. Yeah. And she thought, I'm going to have to get the recipe. Yeah. So she tried. But who? She, yeah, she doesn't know who it is. She has no idea. So she said, I've been trying these recipes. She said, I've been kneading, I've been folding, I've been stretching, I've been poppy seeds everywhere. I said, yes. mum, what's going on? She said, I just can't crack it. I said, well, you, should, you need to make friends. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Couldn't she have just said in front of everyone, who's made this? She it's wouldn't, ever she so wouldn't. nice. She hasn't got the she balls to do it. She would no. I would be wanting to know immediately. I'd ring round um, wanting to talk about, you know, on the um, uh, pretending to talk about term dates. Mm. Going just to let you know. Also, you were... Uh, you didn't make the uh, poppy seed plant, did you? <laughs> Gorgeous. It was absolutely lovely. Or, no, never mind. Goodbye. See you in September. <laughs> well, I said, have you tried Googling it? And she said, no, no, no. There's some technique. There's a secret oh, ingredient. Oh, but, you know, it could be beyond, couldn't it? It, it could think be it, Grandma's recipe. I it think... could be Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's keeping her up at night. Do you? I think she's breaking she into a sweat. crack it. No. It stayed with her. I mean, we all know how baked goods can stay on the mind. Well, we know that. <laughs> and then, poor thing... She's had another nightmare on where she had made uh, a little afternoon tea for her yoga pupils before they break for summer. That's nice. And she'd practised making scones for Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and now Ken is the ultimate food critic. Right. Very rarely does anyone get a 10. Okay, It's sure. a bit like Len Goodman. It's He's like strictly yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> He's a bit of a Paul Hollywood. Anyway, she the, handshake. the first batch of scones came back a four. Ken oh. said they were very doughy. Oh dear. <laughs> God, Ken, don't sugar the pill. <laughs> she was, I phoned her the other week and she said, I've got flour everywhere. I'm very stressed. I've got doughy scones. I've got to go. <laughs> oh, buy them in. Go to Betty's. I know. Yeah, don't put yourself through it. Anyway, I mean, I feel like I've given you a good newspaper's worth. Oh How's my June's God, it's news? phenomenal. Well, June, to be honest, June's gone AWOL because she's on the girls' fiddling weekend. Ah. This very weekend. Now, June's been a bit worried about this because she says she's not as fiddly as she used to be and she hasn't been practising. Is this a swingers weekend that June's going (laughs) on? Not at all. This is is in the lakes. Um, So what they do... (laughs) Doesn't mean a thing, doll. They swing up there. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And bull rushes at the end of every drive. June plays the violin. 
Yes. And June plays on occasion publicly. Obviously, the dumpy little woman at springs to mind party. at the Christmas party. But she, um, she's gone with some very, very, very accomplished musicians. And what they do is they all go. I don't know where it is. I feel like it's in Lancashire somewhere. And there's a great big group. And then you can't. I suppose it is like swinging because you do put your name in a hat. <laughs> and then you take it out. And then you get put in a little string quartet for the weekend. And then you play. But June, very stressful. Oh my God, well, June. Honestly, it's been keeping her awake at night because also she seems to think that she's got nerve damage in her thumb. Honestly, she's been beside herself. She hasn't practiced enough. Does your dad just wake up to the sound of the two strings hitting yes, in the middle it. of the night and she's just warming it up? A bow, to, is it? <laughs> just resining that bow, twisting yeah. the pegs at the end, plucking away. That's it. But also, she said to Dad, she said, when you're in London, I've left my music stand down there. Can you bring it up? And the thing is... I've got one in that trunk. If she ever needs oh, one, I've got a spare music stand. She'll be grateful to know that. So she needed this music stand. So Dad went under the bed and got it out. But the thing is, it was sort of, you know, in a zip-up bag with a big handle. And Dad said, when he put it on, it looked like a rifle. <laughs> so he had to try. He had to travel up north. I think he was going via Oxford and it looked like he'd been on the shooting range. <laughs> little, little did onlookers know that it was June's fiddle stand. Yes, it's just a music stand, I can assure you. My wife's going fiddling at the weekend. That's what? <laughs> it's for June. She's getting a fiddle out in Lancashire this weekend. <laughs> so, Tales of June and the Fiddle coming next week on the podcast but the other headline that i've got to tell you june's rung round she's beside herself she can't believe it ruby's got ringworm i mean it is just all kicking off she has got a hell on absolutely um, poor june her phone doesn't even work oh, does it no no she can't even ring out the phone she's got the work. white flares going off Honestly, at the end of the drive she's got towels on a boil wash morning noon and night ruby where can she go ruby's been quarantined to the utility room honest a ringworm outbreak it is Every, but you know because I've Dave's been home off. oh Dave's nowhere to be seen cat's gone because yeah. well, we've all been home quite recently so June was convinced that we'd all got it so but you know when like somebody says oh there's been ringworm like you've been near ringworm you know when you're looking at yourself and you feel itchy but you didn't feel itchy before I was like oh, I think it's ringworm I think it's ring. it's not it's not ringworm it's not anything slightly I don't know if I had a spot on my face there oh it's ringworm no it's not it's not it's not it's not don't I'm itching now I know what you oh, mean oh god like, oh it's on me it's on me ringworm am I it <laughs> is it Joey and Friends there's a spider there's like a spider or something and it's it's over the other side of the room and he's like it's on me it's on me that's it. <laughs> oh god so yeah I mean don't venture near I would say June. June ring. June's had to go to Lancashire to fiddle to get away from the ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall we do a bit of news from the north? Oh gosh, let's. Now this comes from the Keithley News. Lovely. Snake on the loose in a family garden slips the net. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and this has nothing to do with June's fiddling weekend. Or no, the ringworm. <laughs> An escaped snake has been giving a neighbourhood the runaround after it was seen slithering along the bottom of a family's garden wall. <laughs> the brightly coloured snake with orange, black and white stripes was seen in a back garden in Airworth oh. Close, Keithley, at about 4.15pm on Friday. Are they poisonous? 
We'll find out. Uh, the family, I'm li- <laughs> the family living there, managed to get a quick video of their unusual garden visitor, <laughs> but within minutes it had slithered away out of sight. Of course, they should have grabbed it instead of bloody filming it. Mick Swain of MSPC Pest Control and Wildlife Management in Keithley said, "A gentleman living in here with clothes got in touch with me about a snake he'd seen in his back garden." He took a very brief video, but then the snake went out of sight. I was there within five minutes, but it had gone. At first glance, from the footage, I thought it was a corn snake, but having looked closer, I think it is probably an adult king snake or a milk snake, which can grow to five feet in length if they're looked after properly. (laughs) Terrifying, isn't it? Fed foie gras. (laughs) Yeah. These variants are not venomous, but like anything else, they can bite if not handled properly or feel threatened. Mr. Swain, who keeps reptiles himself, said the best thing to do if anyone sees it is to get in touch and he will collect it. Yeah, he can't wait. He's on speed dial. He's not sleeping. He can't wait. It's like the bat phone. I like the thought of just collecting it like a teenager from a house. But you've had your fun. Get in. He'll be like Wallace and Gromit. You know, he'll go off and he'll slip out of the bed. Straight into the car. Holding nothing but a little frozen mouse. That's it. Ready to get it. God, terrifying. All reptiles need handling correctly and by someone with experience. Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and when you are not sure what... (laughs) Wait, where am I? And when you are not sure what something is, the best thing to do is try not to touch it or pick it up, but get in touch with someone who knows what to do. Again, I think a motto for life. If you're not sure, don't pick it up. Don't touch it. If anyone sees it, don't go near it, but keep an eye on where it is and then let me know so it can be caught and we'll see if it can get returned to its rightful owner. Check your gardens around there with clothes, Cornwall Road, Worth Avenue and Kinara clothes to see if you can spot it. I'm assuming it's someone's pet and for it to get to that size, it has got to have been cared for very well. Oh gosh. Gosh. Mr Swain's a bit of a snake detective. Oh he is, he's loving it. This is his calling. He's been waiting for a case just like this. I can see him with a walkie-talkie by the bed and then a big red flashing light. Yeah, that's it. That's the serpent it. has been spotted, that's Mr. It. Swain. And then, like Wallace and Gromit, tips him out of bed straight into the car. You must come immediately, Mr. Swain. I'm on my way. Oh, I'm ever so sorry. It was a stick. Never mind. It was a bit of orange rind in the yeah. corner. <laughs> Onto the Wirral Globe, a firm favourite, and onto the letters page, which, I mean, let me tell you now, is a hotbed of frontline issues. <laughs> so, would you like rain in these horse riders, starting off on the wrong foot, or I am so angry about Morton? <laughs> <laughs> Rain in the horse riders, starting off on the wrong foot, or I'm so angry about Morton. It's got to be angry about Morton. What's happened? (laughs) So, this is a letter from a reader, and there is one comment, which is something to look forward to. Morton is going deeper and deeper into decline. An avenue has been patched twice in six months and is still a disgrace. But the pavements, especially in Pasture Avenue and Pasture Road, are a danger to everyone. But unless a flag is sticking up about an inch and a half, they won't touch it. So let's just dissect this slightly. Morton going deeper and deeper into decline. You might have thought crime. You might have thought hate. Prostitution. Prostitution. But no, we're talking about paving stones here. 
what are we paying all this money for? I recently tripped over a paving flag in Pasture Avenue, causing injury to my nose, chin and knee. And that's terrible. That is awful. That's The whole of Morton has got grey's knees yes. and, and patches on. They're they all, all look plastic. terrible. But luckily enough, no fractures, just a damn sore head and knee. I also ruined the leg of me trousers. <laughs> And a watch, which was a very expensive present from my wife two years ago and will cost me £310 when I get it back from the jewellers to put it right again after it was badly scratched. Oh, you would be mad. I know, £10, that must be the VAT. (laughs) It's just not good enough, is it? What the heck are we paying all this council tax for? There's an old saying, charity begins at home. And it's time this council did just that and gave us good roads and pavements. And that's just for a start. Maybe when members of parliament come round scrounging for votes, they might, they might one day trip. <laughs> then maybe we'll get something done. But until then, watch where you're walking. It's a disgrace in places like Morton where the council doesn't know we exist until they want their taxes from voters. Whittle council are alluring to themselves. <laughs> Morton. once a beautiful village, now a grimy town. And that's from Peter Armitage. In Morton. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can see that's really on the back of his fall. Absolutely, like he has fallen yes. five minutes before. Yeah. And for the five minutes walking home, hobbling home, bleeding, he's got himself in a this. right tiz and thought, yeah. I'm writing to that damn notice board. <laughs> <laughs> I know we'll want to hear about this. The Wirral Globe, I shall write to them the moment I get in. <laughs> oh my god. Sat gosh. down switching his laptop on, you know, yeah. waiting for the dial-up to happen. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about this. What are we paying for? My watch is scratched. (laughs) Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes. Would you rather never have to wash dishes or never have to wash your clothes? Why? Is someone else washing them for me? Well, yes, presumably. No, it's not like I have to eat off dirty dishes. No, 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 no. You just never have to do the washing up or you never have to wash your clothes. If I'm not washing my clothes... Yeah. Um... Will they ever get ruined? Like, will some hand-fisted cow put something that's dry cleaning on a 60? I suppose... Think of the knitwear. Yeah, all right. Cashmere Sarah. I know. I think, look, accidents happen even to the most experienced of cleaners. <laughs> so, I'm going to what say... What did we call yours who lives in the cupboard? Meg? No, what, Maggie. What was, Maggie. No, Maggie. Maggie with a grrr. It will happen to Maggie. Mag- oh, Maggie's hopeless. Don't worry about it. She's half cut half the time. So... <laughs> I'm going to say accidents occasionally may happen, but on the whole, it's all fine. I think I'm going to choose clothes. Are you? Because I would like to, and I'm going to put a time frame on this. In five years, I, Jules von Hepp, will live in a house with a dishwasher. Amen. (laughs) It's all I've craved. Those people who have dishwashers, you don't know how damn lucky you are. I'm forever soaking. That is all I'm working towards in my entire life career. I just want a dishwasher. Once I've got a dishwasher. I'd love a gardener, but that's a different story. Don't talk to me about a gardener. You've seen the state of that jungle out there. (laughs) Jules jumped in front of me. Wouldn't let me get out there. Don't look at it. (laughs) So you are going for never having to wash your clothes again. I am, yes. I actually enjoy a little bit of washing up. I find it quite therapeutic. Sarah. Satisfying as well, seeing it all done. Do you not remember the adverts in the 90s where the woman used to lift her hands out of the washing up and they'd be cracked and chafed? Oh. Elderly, and then they started putting like hand wash in the basin. Do you use gloves? 
No. No. June wouldn't wash up without a glove. I bareback it, Sarah. Yeah, a I A theme do. for this entire podcast. Yeah. Jules and Sarah, <laughs> the bareback. <laughs> Look how we come full circle. We, Interesting use of the C word there. Yeah. Just going to say, let's move on. We absolutely adore you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> you can get in touch anytime. As I say, I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hat. And the address, should you wish to write to us and send us tea bags, is... Jules and Sarah, the Port Salut Crew HQ. P.O. Box. 6647. London. NW5. 9. GH. <laughs> I'm stopping it there. <laughs> we absolutely adore you for listening. We always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Word. Oh, exciting. A bibliophobia. <laughs> e bibliophobia. A bibliophobia. And what does it mean? It means a fear of running out of reading material. And could you use it in a sentence? Good heavens, I've finished my book. I have a bibliophobia. <laughs> we love you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.